the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. <laughs> I just love that. It's all hers. I love that it's mine. What was the song? What was that song? I think it was by Jane's Addiction. It's mine. Mine, all mine. That's right, babies. It's my world. Glad to have you guys a part of it. I absolutely am. All right. Uh, thanks to Mike and Jeff for being with me last hour. Um, I actually just didn't expect to even chat with them as long as I did, but I just love the idea of people, particularly women, but just everybody learning how to be empowered as the crime wave it, it has just skyrocketed in this country as our law enforcement uh, uh, is dwindling and their hands are tied too, and how they deal. You, you know, you, you combine the fact we don't have enough law enforcement, you add in the fact that their hands are tied and they're scared to do anything when they come across somebody who's committing a crime because alleges, you know, they're going to get sued or, you know, charged with a crime. And then, uh, you know, you, you also add in the fact that we've got criminals being unleashed across the country with no bail laws, et cetera. And it's just really a scary time. Um, so I'm grateful to have them on, but we got to get back to some politics. All right. Um, I usually talk education on Fridays with Bob Walters and he will be back tomorrow night, but tomorrow there's possibly going to be a vote in Congress on something called the parent, uh, parents bill of rights which is about oversight and education. And I think there was a proposed legislation in Texas. Um, I, we know Florida. Governor DeSantis has been leading on that in terms of woke in schools and fighting CRT in the schools. Um, but I'm glad that the Republicans, 73 uh, co- uh, co-sponsors uh, to this bill, um, is aimed at the Parental Bill of Rights, would amend the Elementary and Secondary Education Act of 1965 to require schools to provide parents with a list of books and reading materials available in the school library, as well as posting curriculum policy. How in the world could this be controversial? Skins, I, I don't have kids. You've, you've raised two boys, twins. Um, d- doesn't this just seem to make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's something that common sense that should have been been taken care of a long time ago well we actually shouldn't even have to have this in this country i mean when you were raising your sons and and they're still relatively young i mean this is how it's just it's just um oh what's the word i hate to use the word progress because this isn't progress in our society this is a step backwards but it has just exponentially increased the indoctrination in our schools and the turning of our schools into little communist centers that it wasn't like this even for your sons who were in their early 20s when you were a dad 
when well you're still a dad but you no, know they're in their early 20s now but yeah when yeah. they were in school they were um you, you know they were kind of at the tail end of this some of this stuff started really becoming a problem as they were graduating yeah but it wasn't fortunately for for you and for them um they uh it wasn't this bad and you also you and you also have you and your village that that uh supported you and and your sons um made makes a difference as well and, you know, not not all parents out there have time to be combing through, reading every book their kids have. But even as a parent, even if you are the type of parent like family members of mine and some of my best friends that know every teacher, look at every book, every homework assignment, use the, the, what schools are doing today and bragging about it. And that's one of the reasons why they wanted to shut down Libs of TikTok, because she exposed, especially in Libs of TikTok, especially what's going on in our schools. She exposed all the crazy uh, crazies, crazy going on in the left by just I think sim- what you, where you were going. Sometimes it, even as an active parent, it's not enough. It's not enough because the you can just go to libs of TikTok on Twitter and see videos all day long of teachers bragging about how they're hiding it and 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 administrators and school boards how they are hiding from the parents what's going on. We have closets set up in schools to where kids can come there. Change into the another uh, clothes of another supposed gender, and then use a different name when they're there. All hidden from the parents. We've got, I think, in Michigan, there's legislation that passed to enable the schools to to have transition plans on kids outside of parents' knowledge. So it's absolutely essential if we're going to have a Department of Education. Why can we not have Congress craft uh, legislation out of D.C. that requires every school? to be publishing their curriculum on a website so everybody can see it and the books are in the library. We need full transparency. I I hope that this bill also includes cameras in the classrooms. We need monitoring of these teachers. It's not enough to post the curriculum. You, This is common sense, right? You would think, in fact, uh, Hakeem Jeffries said today at one point, um, uh, hmm. I had one clip. I'm not sure if this is the one. Hakeem Jeffries. I pulled. We pulled a bunch of clips from him today, and um, it, it, and the accusations, and the manipulation, and the tugging on heartstrings, and and it's it's just it's the, you know, it's it's the same thing as 20 years ago. If you you know if you want to enforce immigration laws, you hate brown people. Then we had Sandra Fluck. If you didn't want to buy off her contraceptions and pay for every woman's you know, sex toys and, and abortions, you hate women. Now it's you hate children if you want a parental bill of rights and if you want to stop the transgendering of our youth in schools. So Hakeem Jeffries really showed his butt today, as we say in the South. So let's just start enjoying ourselves at his expense. Um, here he was talking about how extreme MAGA don't want your children to learn about the LBGTQ plus experience. You're right. We don't. Clip five. Extreme MAGA Republicans don't want your child to learn about the LGBTQ plus experience in America. That's not a decision that extreme MAGA Republicans here in Congress should make. The parents of America should be able to make that determination. Isn't it interesting First of all, no, we don't want children to learn about the LBGTQ experience. They go to school, supposedly, for the purpose of academics, to learn math, to learn English, to learn science, 
to maybe have some extracurricular fun along the way and enjoy, you know, a sport and maybe work on the team paper, uh, school paper. But primary, but all of that actually, aside from the sports, it's it's supposed to be about academics. We're not supposed to be injecting somebody's social stuff into the minds of children, and that's exactly what this is. He says the the parents of America should be able to make that determination. That's right. I agree with you, Hakeem Jeffries. That should be dealt with in the home by parents. If we've got parents out there like we do in this country that want to push the LBGTQ experience on their child, I don't think we can criminalize that. I do think we should criminalize using cancer drugs to chemically castrate a child. I think it's child abuse to have a parent do that to their child. I think the parents of Jazz Jennings are child abusers for doing what they did to Jazz Jennings' body. But it should be left up to the parents anything else that's not mutilating well, anything, They're taking away the choice from parents. Is of what course, doing. of course. But see, that, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the game of the Democrats. They, it, they, are, they are absolutely, whatever they say they're for, they're against. Whatever they say, you know, it's always the opposite of what they say. For example, the Affordable Care Act was not affordable and it wasn't about health care, right? And abortion is about taking the life of a child. It's not health care, Right. And this isn't about giving parents control. The, uh, the, 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 the Democrats saying we parents should be able to make that determination. They're right. And that's actually what this congressional bill is about. It's about taking it out of schools and giving it into the hands of the parents. What Hakeem Jeffries is trying to pretend is that if it's not done at Congress, local parents will have some control, but they don't. Local parents don't have control. And if they go and speak up about it at a school board meeting, then they might be met with a visit from the FBI, thanks to Merrick Garland and his counterterrorism unit, where parents were considered domestic violence extremists. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to discuss this a little bit more because, quite frankly, um, maybe if we're going to have an LBGTQ experience taught in the schools, maybe they should talk about the tragic stories that involve people needing to detransition and the suicide that takes place from those that transitioned. Coming up. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. To tonight's Andrea K. Show, I got to give a shout out to my man Skins, by the way, because I just really put him through it. <laughs> Don't I put you through it every day, man? Well, since you said it, I will agree. <laughs> you know, no, you're supposed to disagree. You're supposed to say, working with AK, man, every meal's a banquet, every day's a parade. Again, you said it, I did. <laughs> you can have both. <laughs> Um, well, it's just this. We well, there's some days where it just seems like it's light and there's not a lot of news and not a lot to talk about. And today was not, not that today. day. Not, we had not today. We had them pushing for gun control today. We had because um, the ATF was in front of them today. We had that great Republican who just was like, "Well, how come Hunter Biden ain't arrested yet?" Um, we're, we're we've got the Republicans with their introducing their uh, parents' bill of rights. Um, we've actually the TikTok dude. He got skewered. We may we may have to do a little bit of that tonight and a little bit of that tomorrow. Um, I'm actually feeling like I got some possible nominations for Hero of the Week uh, coming up with some of this stuff. 
By the way, it is never a chore to pull an old clip from my man, Kennedy. Uh, oh, I know how much you love Kennedy. We're working on trying to get him on the show. He ain't, he ain't easy. We'll put it that way. No, he's not. Um, okay, so carrying on while Skins is, is doing a little bit of work I asked him to do during the break. We're going to continue on um, with our discussion. With pleasure. <laughs> of uh, the left's hysteria today. The hysteria that the, there might be a bill that actually gives parents an idea to see what's actually happening in the schools with their children. And by the way, even if you don't have a child in school, how about how about our, all of us pay taxes towards these schools? This affects all of us because, and that's one of the reasons why Bob Walters and I started doing our education segments, because we identified years ago that the battle for the future of this country, the, the, the front in that battle and the war for the heart and the soul of America is in, taking place in the classroom. In fact, I got to brag. I was disappointed. We started doing these education segments long before really anybody else was putting any focus on it. There would be additional, there would be like the occasional topic or story here or there. In fact, I was disappointed. It wasn't until a couple of years before we lost the great Rush Limbaugh to where he started doing education segments. And I was thinking, where have you been? Imagine if Rush Limbaugh had really put focus in the last 10 years and what was happening in our, in our education system. But rest in peace, great one. He did so much for conservatism that I can't go hard on him on that. Um, all right. So continuing on with the hysteria before the break, we were playing this Hakeem Jeffries clip about, uh, you know, uh, MAGA doesn't want your child to learn the LBGTQ experience. You're right. We don't. It has no place in schools. And it's just and, and it's just really being used to um, to recruit. At least he's being factual. Yeah, it's being used to recruit. Except except where he added at the end, we shouldn't parents be able to decide, knowing that if it goes back to the local level, they won't be. Um, he continues on with pulling a book out um, and describing, and this is where uh, he starts pushing a book that should be read to children in schools about transing, and he's trying to get all emotional about this. But this is an example of a book that should not be taught in schools. Clip two. And Luther King Jr. What else do they want to ban? They want to ban a book called Melissa, a book describing, in very personal terms, the experience of a trans girl beginning to understand her identity. What's so dangerous about that? Let's stop for a second. What's dangerous about it? I don't know. Could it be? That um, children, uh, we for the same reasons why that child shouldn't be allowed to decide they're going to smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol, and why we don't let them drive cars when they're kids, right? Because children are not emotionally, mentally, and psychologically and physically prepared to make monumental, life-altering decisions. Could that be the reason why? Or could it be that we, uh, in addition to that, we know that ninety percent of children, like me. When given an opportunity to go through puberty, if we thought a mistake had been made with our gender, we no longer feel that way. And how about the fact that the suicide rates of those that have transitioned are skyrocketing? In fact, there's a story today, and then we'll finish the Hakeem Jeffries clips, uh, uh, that a transgender flight attendant who starred in a United Airlines commercial, I never saw this commercial, is dead at 25 in an apparent suicide. So congratulations, left. You know, this is what you wanted. You wanted you wanted somebody to transition. I don't know. I don't know what this person's story was. This poor 25 year old. It was Kyle Scott who became Kaylee Scott. 
um, at, at 25 uh, to be fully transitioned or, uh, years earlier than this, it had to have started at, in at, at some point in childhood or high school. In fact, that's one of the things Skin said to me today was, where were the parents? Where were the parents in this? Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying you can do a perfect job. Parents are often stretched thin. But you know what? If you're actively involved... You can you can make a big difference. Well, the, what what we what we've got going on is we've got parents that are just jumping on this bandwagon. Oh, my three year old, you know, said that that he was a girl. Got to validate the feeling. Yeah, Gabriel. I can't wait to get. The, well, it's 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 part of the cool club, right? Here's what Kaylee wrote: As I take my final breaths and exit this living earth, I would like to apologize to everyone I let down. I am so sorry. It could not be better. To those that I love, I am sorry I could not be stronger. To those that gave me their everything, I am sorry my effort was not reciprocated. This is just... But they're pushing this on children under the guise of health, public health. If we don't, if we don't allow some kid to become a transgender, they're, they're going to kill themselves. How many are killing themselves because they transitioned? We've got a caller on the line. Haven't screened it yet because we're going to play the clip. All right, we're going to continue with this because that's a, that's a good point. Why I need to know it might be somebody calling to yell at me for. Be- <laughs> Let's continue on with Hakeem's Jeffries. In, in my religion, growing up in the Cornerstone Baptist Church, that we are all God's children. Shouldn't we learn about all of God's children? That's what my religion teaches me. What's so offensive about Melissa? What's so offensive? About this book, let me read a passage. Her heart sank. She had genuinely started to believe that if people could see her on stage as Charlotte, maybe they would see that she was a girl off stage too. Extreme MAGA Republicans don't want your child to learn about the LGBTQ plus experience in America. All right. What's so dangerous, he says. Aren't we all God's children? Is there anything worse than blaspheming the Bible in order to push mutilation onto children? What did I just say? 90-something percent of children who think a mistake has been made, and, and they're going to children saying, are you sure you're a boy? Are you sure you're a girl? Like intentionally trying to recruit children into this. 90-something percent, though, that think a mistake was made no longer feel that way down the road. But to use the Bible, we are all God's children. But we were all made in the image of God. And God, and, and uh What did he say? What's so offensive about this? It's offensive to God. God made male and female. We were made in God's image. He chooses our sex, male or female, in the womb. It's it's incredibly offensive to manipulate the minds of children, to mutilate their bodies, and to push this on them, and to do it in the name of God is particularly offensive. Going to go to the phones. Dr. Tony's on the line, disagrees with us on the parents' rights the Parental Rights Act. Hey, Dr. Tony. Hi, Andrea. How are you? Um, Listen, I've called in before. I'm I'm an educator, okay? Uh Uh-huh. 
And so I called him before. And so, yeah, I, I had just learned about this PPRA, which is the Parents' Rights Act, uh-huh. that was uh, put out by federal law. It's already in existence. So not only is that already in place, and I know I'm not sure what Congress is voting on, but the other thing I wanted to add, too, is that, you know, because I, I'm, I'm an educator and, you know, and at different levels, that I, I don't understand how this man, he's not, ta- he's not speaking intellectually about this because no. developmentally kids are not prepared right. to make these decisions. You know, I mean, I, mean I, I was just talking to a friend the other day. I said, yeah, I wanted to be a flamenco dancer when I was a little kid. You know what I mean? And there's kids that want to be cats, and then the schools bring a litter box so that kids, and this <laughs> is today, crazy. okay? You know, it's just insane. Mm-hmm. I, and then I, and then not only are we dealing in the education, education system with the results of the lockdown, kids are already, I think, I don't know how many years behind in their education, and you think with all the energy they're spending on this stuff, the money they're spending on this stuff, why don't we spend the money on educating the kids and getting them caught up and they're always complaining about the graduation rates. They're complaining about test scores. How about getting all this stuff done first? And, you know, this is, this is political stuff. Yeah. You know that. It is. It's all politics. It has nothing to do with education. Exactly. It has nothing to do with education. It's, and when I was going to graduate school, my professors were already, ta- already talking about years before the dumbing down of education. And it's progressively, aggressively gotten worse and mm-hmm. worse each year. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping that parents will wake up and look at the curriculum, look at what's being taught in school, be involved in your school district and your community, see what your local library is sharing. I know Will Witt was on Instagram the other day and reading through a book, I'm not sure what grade level that was, that they're reading about this indoctrination and getting these, uh, grooming these kids. So there is so much going on right now, I just pray to God that parents are more aware of what's going on in the education system because our kids are in danger and there's all this pedophilia stuff that's going yep. on. They, they need to be aware. And I just, I just pray to God every day, protect our children. Yes. Uh, so uh, that's, yeah. my, that's my spiel for tonight. Well, thank you, sister. We love you. Call in any time. We appreciate you, Dr. Tony. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you, too. Must have been lost in translation because I thought she disagreed with us, but I don't think she does. Well, uh, uh, well, and, and you know, isn't it great when you hear from a school teacher to say, "Yes, you know, this is a, what's going on in our schools isn't isn't right, and it's not good for kids, and we need to refocus on academics." And school teachers, and it also goes to show that not every school teacher is on board with all this crap that's going on. You know, they're not at all. There's a lot of great school teachers out there. Right. Um, you know, I, I know many school teachers myself because I have, you know, a lot of a lot of my sorority sisters, you know, uh, got degrees in elementary education. That was a major uh, focus of de- college degrees with a lot of my sorority sisters. Um it's just tragic, you know, because we want kids to be able to be prepared to go into life. Um, I like that there's electives. I mean, you know, it, it's, oh, sure, we, we want there to be, and they get into high school, you know, different electives that they can take so that they can, um, you know, maybe uh, take woodshop class. We need to bring back woodshop. We need to bring back electives. A lot of the electives have been gone by the wayside. They need to bring them all back. They need to bring back, yeah, and, and bring back ones that allow kids to tap into different aspects of their life so that, the, oh, but ultimately, it, at the end of the day, it's all supposed to be about preparing a child to go into the adulthood 
and have a career, whether it's artistic, whether it's the trades, whether you fall in love with science and, you know, chemistry class, or you want to go be a doctor, or whether you fall in love with English and you want to, or whatever. And we've gotten away from that. It is, it's pretty much exclusively about indoctrination. Jack is on the line from Oceanside and he wants to weigh in on this topic. Our friend, is this our friend Jack from Oceanside? Yes. Hey, doll. We've only got a minute before uh, we got to go to break. So um, genital mutilation on children without their consent. Mm-hmm. This is a topic that I think is controversial, but it doesn't really get discussed. Uh, what do you think about circumcision? Do you believe it falls under that category? Um, that is very controversial. And I think that there's a lot of religious aspects to that. Yes. When it comes, I'll tell you what, on that topic, I've got some family members that are and some that aren't, and, and we're up against a break. I'm going to have to be brief. Um, I, I will tell you that I'm not up to speed on the medical aspects of it in terms of cleanliness, in terms of infections and different things. So I don't really feel like I know enough on that topic medically and from a health standpoint to weigh in on that. What bothers me about it is that it, it, when it's done without anesthesia, you know, I, I for the same reason why when I see a little baby girl with earrings in her ears, I think, oh, my gosh, did that poor child suffer when they pierced her ears? Yeah, but the main thing is it's done without consent, and and I think to be fair, when you discuss this subject, that that should be thrown into the mix. I think it's interesting. Let me throw that out to the listeners. I have not even considered that. Um, thanks for calling, Jack. Um, Skins, do do you have a do you have an opinion on that? Do you think it's? Do you I, mean, think, I have an opinion, but I would like to. I I need to think it through. Well, let me. Me too. Um, do you? But let me ask you this, without weighing in on whether you're pro, you know, child circumcision or not. Do you think it, it it's something that should be included in the conversation along the lines of transgender d- genital mutilation? I think it's different. I gotta ponder it. I got to ponder. Offhand, I think it's different. I have to think about it. I think it's a pretty deep subject, but offhand, yeah. It's interesting. I'm not going to say what I think at this point because I like to ponder things and and, and I don't want Oh, yeah, but you can give your initial reaction and always change your mind. My initial reaction, it is different because the the gender mutilation of children is is, um, something that, uh, let me say it this way. I am so grateful that when I was a kid, and thought a mistake had been made, and this was no passing phase. This was throughout my entire childhood until I went through puberty. And I'm grateful that I wasn't born at this time, because even though my parents would have never gone along with this right now, in in spite of this culture, there would be probably my schools at some point along the way would have encouraged it and probably transitioned me uh, outside my parents' consent. And the thing is, is that we're taught, I, and, and to me, I, I, um, I equate it to murder. I equate it to murder, what's happening to children. And I think because I was that kid and I'm grateful that I wasn't, you know, pushed into transitioning and now I know that it's akin to murder, I don't think that it's the same thing. 
I don't think it's the same thing. There's no boy who's been circumcised who is no longer a man, who can no longer have children, who is is deformed. Um, you know, all the different things that come, um, you know, the circumcision process does not involve when, when the chemical castration in these puberty blockers are not there. These are not drugs meant to block the puberty of a child. They're actually drugs for cancer patients. We don't know the long term effects of these drugs on children. There's so much more as I'm thinking about it and flushing it out and brainstorming it. Um, I think there's so much more to the transgendering and, and, and destroying their ability to have children going forward. And as one girl said who had been transitioned to a boy, um, that, you know, um, she can't get, yeah, she can get breast implants, but she won't be able to, um, breastfeed going forward. And, um, you know, there was the other girl who had permanent male pattern baldness and the voice has been changed. And, you know, of course, once somebody's gotten a hysterectomy, that's done. Once a boy's had his winky chopped off, that's gone. I just think it's far more extreme. Do I think it could be, you know, similar? I'm well past the point of a break. I know. I got to go. Will you guys tell me what you think? 888-344-1170. Do you agree with Jack that it's part, part of the same discussion, that it's, it's, it's mutilation without consent? 888-344-1170. Andrea K telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Friend of the show Francisca from San Diego is on the line and she wants to weigh in on what we were just talking about, which was thanks to Jack, he called in with a, a thought-provoking question or suggestion. He he uh, propagates that or put forth the assertion that circumcision is should be a part of the discussion when we're talking about uh, transgendering children and mutilating their um, bodies. And Francisca is calling in to weigh in on that. Hey, my dear. Hi. Thank you for giving giving me a chance. But you know, uh, the cu- cutting of the the name of the uh, skin of the and ha- cutting the clitoris is not the same. But one, the cutting the uh, skin, you, you can live life and be happy. But you cannot be happy when they cut your clitoris because master slave decides that you, as a woman, should not have any any enjoyment now. In this uh, uh, propaganda that is globally, you should see Africans, uh, you know, protesting. But they, why do they go globally with Africans that they have less chance because they have a master slave on their neck compared mm-hmm. to us that we think that we're free and then we can have an opinion, but they still pass the laws against our children because we don't do anything. It's a little bit different, but it's the same global because global uh, uh, idea of anti-human masters laid from the top to the bottom. So because it's that, every single human being, every single American citizen, every single citizen of the world, job is to protest, call the telephone, grab the telephone, and make them responsible. You touch my children because you are my, you're representing me. You touch my children. You have to 
allow a camera in every classroom mm-hmm. or you have they used to be parents uh, on the classroom when I was a little girl but you remind me when I was a little girl you know I used to have go up trees whistling to the big birds and and then go from roof to roof I was a girl I was playing soccer and they used to tell me you're a girl you don't supposed to no I was I was a girl enjoying whatever skills I want to have I never got the idea that Oh, you know, maybe I'm, I'm a, there was a name for girls like tomboy. I never let them do that. Yeah, a tomboy. Well, excuse me, I can climb trees. I can jump. I will have fun jumping from roof to roof and do all, all these things. No, this is a, a push by perverted people. Yes. But our job is to take care of ourselves because it's not their fault. It's our fault. Right. Francisca, thank you for calling in. I appreciate that perspective so much. Um, I'm glad she brought up, uh, uh, there was a re- one of the things she mentioned was uh, female genital mutilation. Uh, that should be a part of the conversation, by the way, um, because that's what happens in Sharia. And there at- Democrats actually blocked legislation in different parts in our country that would have banned that and made it illegal. And they said that it was um, religious, anti-religious legislation legislation. Uh, Doesn't that say it all about Democrats, right? And she's also right to mention, uh, you brought in a story the other day, Skins, and I'm just flashing on it now. Was it Uganda that banned LBGT? Entirely. Entirely banned it over there, right? And that's important to remember, too, because, you know, as the anti-American crowd continues to try to use, corrupt the minds of, of American children in particular with CRT and et cetera, um, <clears throat> which is why we need, in, in my opinion, this parental rights bill. Um, you know, is it against the law to be gay here in this country? No, it is not against the law, but it is in, in uh, large parts of the Middle East, in, in it is in parts of Africa. Yeah, it is. This, the, is, and you know what else is, is cool in other parts of this country? In parts of the Middle East, parts of Asia, parts of Africa, slavery. Yeah. Next time somebody tells you that that America is the only country where its own citizens fought and died and shed blood for, particularly white people, to end slavery. All right, going to take a break. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K. Show, so don't you go anywhere. A.K. Dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Oh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. The idea, there's so many different ways in which that is just not good for society. In particular, when it involves hiring unskilled people to do really, really, really important jobs. And there was some um, potential judge nominee before the Senate. And, of course, leave it to our man, Senator Kennedy, 
to catch this bozo being a bozo and exposing how completely unskilled is, you know, and, and yeah, it was he unskilled. Is he stupid? Does that have anything to do with his skin color? No. But the point is, is that when you're putting somebody forth and nominating them for key positions or hiring somebody or wanting somebody to be or declaring that a board of directors have to have a certain number of people with, with certain attributes, you know, you're not going to get the best person for the job. Case in point, here is Senator Kennedy asking this lawyer who's a, who's a nominee for a judgeship somewhere about a key aspect of law. Skins, please play Senator Kennedy. Tell me how you analyze a Brady motion. How I analyze a Brady motion? Yes. Uh, Senator, in my uh, four and a half years on the bench, I don't believe I've had the occasion to uh, oh, address a Brady uh, motion in my career. Do you know what a Brady motion is? Uh, Senator, uh, in my time on the bench, I've not had occasion to address that, and so uh, it's not coming to mind at the moment what a Brady motion is. Um, do you recall the U.S. Supreme Court case, Brady v. Maryland? Uh, I do recall uh, the name of the case, the senator, yes. And what did it hold? I believe that the uh, Brady case, uh, in, well, Senator, I believe the Brady case involved something regarding the Second Amendment. <laughs> wow, it's even worse than I thought. This guy's been on the bench for four years? That means he's a nominee for like, what, a court of appeals somewhere? What the huh? Even I know what a Brady motion is. And I'm not a comma JD, let alone a judge. That has to do with exculpatory evidence that you were when when the, that you were required as a prosecutor at whatever level, whether we're talking US attorney DA or whatever, that you were required to provide exculpatory evidence, mitigating evidence. <laughs> He's thinking of the Brady bill that had to do with guns after Reagan got shot. <laughs> Just another diversity hire. Imagine, as Bob Walters has reported uh, about uh, different med schools and law schools around the country wanting to do away with minimum like uh, SAT scores. And I don't think they've gotten rid of the MCATs yet. That's coming probably. They want to lower the the scores on the MCATs, I believe, and they want to get away completely, do away with the LSAT to get into law school. All, oh, but it's all about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Equity. Everybody, hey, we're just going to have equity. We're going to have equal parts, equal number of people who look like this, equal part of people who look like this. It's a disaster. We don't have equality in skills. We don't have equality in levels of intellect. We're not, we're not equal. As people, we're not meant to be. We're all meant to be individuals, beautifully created in our individuality. And it's just being completely, we're being homogenized. Nobody's special. No one's exceptional. No. And that's communism. And it's, and it's, and it's a cultural, you know, thing that's happening in this country there. And, you know, and, and the Republican party needs to engage. The only thing they ever want to talk about is low taxation and low regulation. I'm, I, you know, um, I'm glad about this parental rights bill because it's it's addressing what's going on culturally in this country. It's late, but at least it's happening, right? 
Um, I, I, I didn't have time. We just got, a, the show got away from me. I am going to spend some time on tomorrow night's show talking about this TikTok uh, CEO that went before Congress today because, you know, I, uh, we, we've been reporting on this. It was it last night or the night before skins where we did a story of TikTok to where, uh, there was a, a study done and within 10 minutes, uh, 13 year olds were being, um, the algorithms were sending them, all kinds of images and different things like a video of a movie from Jake Gyllenhaal promoting And suicide. one of the clips we'll play tomorrow. They try and deflect that. They try to deflect that, but the Chinese Communist Party knows exactly what they're doing in using TikTok uh, to help destroy our country with what they're going uh, doing uh, with all these challenges to kids as well as the data mining. So I haven't forgotten about the story. We just, the show got away from me. We didn't get to it tonight, um, but we will, we will get to it tomorrow. Um, I guess, I guess in the time we have left, it's a good time to give you, to give you a daily reminder of why uh, this Trump, you know, grand jury thing, um, you know, it's just a great deflection away from the real problems that we, the the real evil that needs to be extracted from the Oval Office. Uh, here's it. Here's your daily dose of non-clarity from Joe Biden. Lower prescription drug costs. Drug companies that raise prices faster than inflation. Now that's all right. We like babies. You don't have to worry about it. It's okay. It's, okay. it's all right. In fact, I like babies better than people. He likes babies better than people. <laughs> oh, but we got to keep Trump from from getting back in the Oval Office. Trump's the one who's a danger. This guy doesn't. What? Every day. It's just another reminder. Hey, Andrea. Yes. You got a time for one minute for disaffected Mike before we end the show? Well, uh, for disaffected Mike, yes. Hello, my dear. You got one minute before the show ends. Talk quickly. TikTok should not only be banned, but every single, this is just my opinion, every single Chinese national and Chinese corporation operating within the United States needs to be expelled. Any land that the Chinese have bought needs to be, uh, uh, needs to be reappropriated and sent back to the cities and counties that sold it to them. The Chinese, the Chinese are our are existential enemy. And I don't care what anybody says. You can call me a racist if you want. I don't care. But every single Chinese national in this country, as far as I'm concerned, is a CCP spy, all the way from the, the ones that work in government and corporations and universities. They've been stealing our IP and our tech for uh, at least 30 years. How, how do I know this? Because I've seen it with my own eyes. I know how these people operate, and we cannot have them in this country. Joe Biden is in their pocket and has been getting paid by them. He is a traitor, as far as I'm concerned. The man takes CCP money, and that's what needs to be done these people can have to stop we need to stop them and i don't care how the chinese are not our friends and they never will be ever all right thank you disaffected mike knocked it out of the park with just a few seconds to spare uh we're also on tomorrow night show going to be talking about uh, the arizona supreme court ruling in favor of carrie lake so don't join us tomorrow night
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.